Welcome to ADHD is over, a new podcast on a seemingly old label that we're going to be peeling off. Join my wife, Tatiana, and I as we journey with our family, the Wyden family, through the land of confusing information. We're going to visit both sides and let you decide because the power is with you. Welcome to ADHD is over. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. Thanks for being here. I really mean that. Thank you for giving us your attention. It is your most valuable commodity and you're here. So I appreciate that. To all our listeners, a big thank you in your language, in whatever language. And thank you for tuning in from many different countries. We appreciate you. Today's episode is about overdiagnosis. One of the things that over the years has become evident to me is that almost no expert will strongly debate the claim that ADHD is definitely overdiagnosed. There's many other things that experts will try to debunk, right? Or fight or stand for. But overdiagnosis has been one of these claims that, like I said, most experts will say, well, yeah, I mean, there's that. Or some will say, well, definitely. And a lot of them will shake their heads in agreement right up front. The moment the word overdiagnosis hits, they're like, well, yeah, yeah. It's it, 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 kind of like, well, yeah, well, this is a known fact, right? What baffles me, though, is that not much energy, time, money and resources are actually put into action as we speak on finding out. Well, if we all sort of agree in general that it's overdiagnosed, then let's find out what's under the overdiagnosis, right? Overdiagnosed means there's something underneath and we're just kind of slapping the ADHD diagnosis on top of it. That's what overdiagnosed means. Now, yes, it can also mean too many have been diagnosed, but really, even if too many have been diagnosed that are not supposed to have ADHD, then what do they have? What's the condition that we're diagnosing as ADHD, right? Why are they behaving the way they do? I always ask. But it's beyond, it's not even, not beyond, but it's like, even if we just said, well, okay, it's so overdiagnosed. So this person over here, Jack, was overdiagnosed. He was, he was one of those that doesn't really have ADHD. Well, what does Jack have? Like, really, where are the efforts to actually find studies or to do new studies to back this up? If most scientists and doctors and experts agree that it's overdiagnosed and you can google that on youtube and you will see many doctors and you can uh google that on youtube but you know search it on youtube you can google and you will find many experts that totally agree that there is an overdiagnosis component to it even on the national institute of health cdc all the top experts quote unquote right all sort of agree there is an overdiagnosis to it okay what are you doing about it? 
And why are you not doing anything about it? Do we not owe it to our children if many of them, thousands, maybe millions, are wrongly diagnosed falsely with ADHD when in fact it's something else? Not even getting to what is it, just if there's an overdiagnosis truly happening, how interested or are we interested, right? How interested are we to actually find out what we might be doing, quote unquote, wrong? Crickets, really, crickets. And that baffled me. So I decided to open the book ADHD Nation by Alan Schwartz. It, it's a dense book. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't read the whole book. I have so many books on ADHD I'm backed up and reading, but I've read through the book. This is a book that's, um, let's see here, it says 2016, Alan Schwartz. I'm going to just give you a little bit of, about Alan. Alan Schwartz is a Pulitzer Prize nominated investigative reporter for the New York Times, whose acclaimed series of more than 100 articles exposed the seriousness of concussions in the NFL and led to safety reforms for young athletes nationwide. His work was profiled in The New Yorker and honored with a George Polk Award, the Associated Press Award for Project Reporting, three times, and the 2013 Excellence in Statistical Reporting Award from the American Statistical Association. He and his family live in New York City. I had the pleasure to talk to Alan about eight months ago. I was interested in featuring him on our podcast and in our film. And Alan declined politely. And we ended up talking for about half hour. It wasn't easy getting a hold of him, but I finally did. And what, was, what became evident, I'm not going to paraphrase anything here, state anything. Um, very polite man what became evident that it was really hard for him to be with all the backlash that he had gotten from writing his book. And what I mean by that is that he, being a statistical writer, was just very blunt in what the numbers said, right? It's like evident for him, numbers are numbers. For him, numbers don't lie. So a lot of what was written in his book got quite a bit of backlash and heat. And when I talked to Alan about eight months ago, I could tell that he was just done with this ADHD thing. He's like, I don't, I don't want to go back there. I'm not, it's the past. And I get it. I really get it. Of course, I was bummed, but I really get it. But today I wanted to read something that I believe is related to why I think ADHD is definitely overdiagnosed. And it's besides the point that I'm disappointed and at times very upset that we're not doing anything about it. So I'm going to read you chapter 13 from ADHD Nation by Alan Schwartz. The title is, and now a word from our sponsors. Now this would be a great show. The audience lights dimmed. The cast took their spots. The cameras rolled. The stage was ABC's Chelsea Studios in New York, a 2012 taping of The Revolution. Yet another self-improvement hour in which hundreds of clapping audience members and millions more at televisions learned what was wrong with them and how to fix it. And the host outran Ty Pennington, the peppy, goofy, self-depreciating former star of Extreme Makeover Home Edition. 
the hit reality show that from 2003 to 2011 had deployed Pennington, a carpenter so handsome he'd done some J. Crew ads, to plank by screw rebuild houses for wild and appreciative Janes and Joes. Now in the revolution, he would show people how to rebuild themselves. Extreme makeovers for the soul. This was one of his first episodes, and the still-learning host chose some very low-hanging fruit. He made it clear from the open. I have ADHD. Today, I'm going to finally show you what it's like. Pennington's co-host, a lap-coated and Barbie blonde uh, gynecologist named Jennifer Ashton, gravely told the cameras, 85% of adults, she paused for effect, undiagnosed. That is a lot of people having trouble in their day-to-day -day life and not knowing why. To tell everyone why, they brought on stage the perfect man to explain. Dr. Ned Hallowell. Hallowell was more than just a vending machine for bubbly quotes on all things ADHD. He had become the field's energizer bunny, tirelessly beating its drum. Undiagnosed, this condition can ruin your family life, ruin your school life. Among adults, it leads to underachievement. The prison population is full with people with undiagnosed ADHD. The divorced, the unemployed, the addicted. But it's a good news diagnosis because then you can skyrocket. You can soar. You can achieve your goals. Go get this diagnosis. Ty is back. Ty says, it affects your relationship, whether or not you can communicate with your partner. It affects your job, whether or not they're going to hire you to get the job done. It affects everything. Dr. Hallowell is back and says, 80% of adults don't know they have it. That drives me crazy. If only they knew they had it. This got worse fast. Asked to name ADHD's primary symptom, Hallowell replied, unexplained underachievement. That's what Dr. Hallowell said about its primary symptom, unexplained underachievement. He went on. You may be a straight-A student, you may be a Nobel Prize winner, but you know you could be doing better. Ty took over to demonstrate what ADHD felt like. He had Jennifer and another co-host struggle to play ping-pong with two balls at the same time. The audience was asked to stand up and clap and yell to distract them. For good measure, in theater, Ty then tossed some brownies on the table, bounced a few more balls at them, and shouted at Jennifer, recite the alphabet backwards. She flailed and giggled and finally surrendered as the crowd howled approvingly. Ty says, welcome to my world, but that's really what's going on out there. Jennifer looks to the camera. If that's what your day-to-day -day life is, you can see how difficult it can be. So when we come back, is undiagnosed ADD or ADHD hurting your kids or even ruining your job or marriage? And then there was a different, another co-host that said, will also tell you what everybody should know about diagnosing yourself or your kids. After the commercials, viewers were spoon-fed the best way to indeed diagnose themselves. They met Alicia, a young perky every woman in the audience who wondered if she too had ADHD. She explained that she jumped from task to task at home with email distracting her from laundry. Jennifer, still in her lab coat, shook her head and somberly offered, how many moms feel exactly the same way you do? Ty revealed that the show would now present a six-question quiz to see if Alicia had ADHD. Dr. Hallowell, making sure to mention that the test was devised by doctors at Harvard NYU, served as doctor. He says, do you have trouble wrapping up the final details of a project? 
Alicia says, yes. Do you have trouble getting things in order? Alicia says, yes, I do. Do you have trouble remembering appointments or other obligations? Alicia says, yeah. Do you delay getting things started or procrastinate? Yes. There's a picture of me to that description. Uh, sorry, there's a picture of, of me next to that description for sure. Dr. Halliwell says, do you fidget or squirm when you have to sit still for an extended period of time? Alicia says, I think so. Dr. Halliwell says, do you feel overly active as if you're sort of driven by a motor? Yes. Dr. Halliwell pauses and says, excited, so you passed the test. Welcome to the illustrious club of ADHD. It's a good news diagnosis. Don't be afraid of it. The worst is over. Viewers were left wondering, I clearly have ADHD, Dr. Hallowell, but what can I do about it? What, what can transform this job-hampering, marriage-ruining, jail-inviting scourge into the brighter days you promise? The segment was running out of time, so Dr. Hallowell hurried up. Better diet and exercise, he said. Better time structure. But then he gets all worked up and he says, and then there's medication, which people are so afraid of, but they shouldn't be. Medication works about 80% of the time. And when it works, it works like eyeglasses and tie nods. Yeah, yeah, right. Dr. Hallowell says, lastly, you can suddenly see starbursts his fingers as of magic. Very safe, very effective. It shouldn't be feared as it's feared. See a doctor who knows what he or she is doing, and it's safer than aspirin. Dr. Hallowell smiled like a politician at his applauding and appreciative audience. Ty wrapped up the segment. He thanked Dr. Hallowell for his great insight and thanked Alicia for sharing her life trials. What Ty did not do, not once during the 18-minute puppet show, was mentioned to anyone that he had spent several years as a paid celebrity spokesman for Shire and Adderall XR. In print ads and YouTube videos, he had crowded that Adderall XR literally changed my life and gave me the confidence to achieve my goals. Marketing that had gotten formally condemned by the Food and Drug Administration for being false and misleading. He had hosted Shire's telephone hotline in which adults could call 1-888-ASK-ADHD to learn about the wonders of the ADHD diagnosis. Of course, he was paid handsomely for this endorsement of Shire's lifeblood combination, ADHD and Adderall. More than a million Americans watched that episode of The Revolution nationwide, and countless more via online streaming. One of them was a Shire sales representative someone who had handed out Pennington brand Adderall marketing materials to countless doctors over the years, who after seeing it, shook his head in disbelief. Holy shit, he thought to himself, that was better than anything we'd ever paid for. That is an excerpt from ADHD Nation by Alan Swartz. And the reason why I decided to read this particular example is when we make it okay on television, in advertising out there, to have people self-diagnose, we are contributing to the overdiagnosis of ADHD. Why, Roman, do you say that? When we have people suddenly find, and I don't wanna use the word excuses, but crutches to explain 
why perhaps they're very distracted, why they're hyperactive, why they can't finish tasks, why they have so much energy. And when suddenly the crutch of ADHD or a diagnosis for ADHD is offered so they can say, oh, that's what I have. Oh, that's why. Then the next question is, what could stop that from happening instantly? We don't think five, six years, like the journey that my wife and I have undertaken with our son. You know, nobody wants to spend five, six, seven, eight years looking at every area in their lives, flipping it upside down and really figuring out what's happening, why a, a person, in our case, our son is behaving the way he is behaving. It's easier to, to think and to be offered, like on this show, The Revolution by Dr. Nat Hallowell, this idea of medication that is safe and effective and safer than aspirin. If it really works that magically, and it is safer than aspirin, wouldn't anyone that self-diagnoses themselves and is tired of not finishing tasks or being called, you know, too much, uh, being distracted, un unable to focus, wouldn't any person want to jump on this? I think so. And you may say, well, of course. I mean, if, you know, I want to be able to finish things. I want to be able to be, do more with my life. But, hey, we're not arguing that. All we're saying is this is a unprecedented way to overdiagnose. This is an unprecedented way to uh, uh, sort of, you know, give a lab code or a doctor's uh, um, code to an audience member for a minute to say, hey, you get to diagnose yourself. So what happened, and not just since 2012, but what's happened since these kind of events would, would you know, go on out in the world is that people would come to doctors, right? Like a, a mother would come to a pediatrician or a psychologist and say, I think my son has ADHD or my daughter. Or they would diagnose themselves and say, I, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. How do they know? How do they know? They're not experts, but they've heard experts tell them here is what you're looking for. And if these symptoms, again, remember, symptoms are observed behaviors. If you have these symptoms, then you have this disorder. But that makes no sense because the symptoms are observed behaviors. So if your behavior is hyperactive or impulsive, then the next question is not what do you have? The next question is why do you behave that way? And then we can really dive deep into what's actually happening versus slapping a label and a disorder on top of those observed behaviors. Because then the, the debate ends there. And I think uh, Alan Schwartz's example here, his sort of telling of that story of that taping of the revolution with Ty Pennington is a great example of what has been happening. This is 2012. This is 10 years ago. What's been happening out there in mainstream media is, is drug company pushing their drugs. And without going into the rabbit hole of big bad pharma, it's capitalism at its worst. When really what's at stake is our children's mental health. As adults, we can reason. We can, you know, say, hey, I have this condition and I'm going to take some medication for a while. And if it works, great. We have a brain and a body that's been alive and kicking for a while. So there's not, I mean, there is damage being done. There's studies for that. But if you're a responsible adult, 
you may get away with it. You may get to the end of your life and never have any brain issues, damage or bodily, you know, f physiological issues. But as children as young as three years old nowadays being medicated, that's Russian roulette. And that's when I say we got to stop the overdiagnosis and we can stop it from the top down, meaning adults need to start, you know, standing up to this nonsense. By adults, I mean the parents of these children need to realize they've been sold an incomplete one-sided truth or narrative called these medications are safer than aspirin. They are not. There is a reason why uh, uh, drugs like Adderall and Ritalin are Schedule II drugs by the DEA, Schedule II along with cocaine and meth. There is a reason for that. Aspirin is not on those lists of the DEA. So that is a lie. Dr. Ned Hallowell lied on television, literally. And this is not for me to smear him because I'm, I'm, I'm not in his camp. No, that's a lie. That's a medical lie. And to me, that's not cool. And Dr. Hallowell also declined to be on our show. I've reached out to him and he was very nice. He's a very nice man, right? He's a bit of a politician in a way. And that's okay. I get it. You know, he questioned the title of our show, ADHD is over. And he said, well, it's probably just semantics and how you use the words. And, and I said, let's talk about it. And he uh, kindly declined and that's okay. But I will have to say that after reading uh, this part of the book, uh, ADHD Nation by Alan Schwartz, that that is a blunt, that is a blatant lie and it has to stop. If you're a doctor, if you're an expert, if you're somebody listening here, you want to talk about it, please email us. But that has to stop. That is contributing to the overdiagnosis of our children with a mental disorder that they will internalize as I'm broken, I'm not good enough, I'm disordered. Now that is not good for a human being's self-confidence. So please join me in standing up to this nonsense wherever, whenever you can, just to say a word or two, just to tell a parent, you know what, get a second opinion, maybe wait, point them to our website, ADHD is over. I'm excited to announce that hopefully in two weeks, we'll have our ADHD diagnosis survival guide for conscious parents. That'll be available for free as a download, as a PDF on our website. So I'm going to announce that separately, but please, Please stand up to this nonsense one step at a time. Join me in creating for the future that ADHD is over. We owe it to our children. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for attention. I look forward to the next one. Have a magical day.